to another thrilling edition of Shooting from the Hip. My name is Sean Big Daddy Brown, and with me as always, Michael Classic. What's going on, Classic? Oh, not much. Much. You enjoying the baseball theme back? Yeah, it's nice to have a team again. Uh, have, have they almost caught up? Oh, no. There's still a little bit before they're caught up. Like five or six games, or? I think so. Because what they they've been playing like double headers almost every every single series, oh. aren't they? Oh uh, no, there was a stretch there where they didn't. There was a Kansas City didn't have to play one. <laughs> gotcha. Today was know. just a double header. You know, Pittsburgh came in to play two games, and then now they're going to be on the to play Cleveland. Let's see, uh, 22, 30. So we're about eight, seven to eight games behind. Gotcha. Most teams. I wonder how they decide who gets doubleheaders and who doesn't. I understand why you have the Cubs be doubleheaders because they're in your division. So you want to make sure you get as many games as those. But, like, didn't they play a doubleheader against the White Sox as well? Yeah, because we didn't start on a Friday. We, we came back on a Saturday instead of a Friday. Oh, uh, okay. Well, I guess that makes a little they sense. They wanted to give an extra J just in case another name popped up. <laughs> They ever figure out what it was that uh, was the issue for you guys? Uh, the belief is uh, it was it started here, mm-hmm. but they believe it spread because uh, Minnesota, uh, where they ate in Minnesota, the dining area was too close to gather or something. Gotcha. Even though there was some reports of uh, a casino trip. You guys wouldn't do something like that, would you? I don't think so. I believe I believe they said they the belief was that uh, Martinez was the starter of it, even though he never admitted to having it. Carlos. Yeah. I was gonna say. I mean, he wasn't one of the ones on that list. Well, of the original seven player. Okay, the original seven when the DL started. Seven or seven players were put on the DL, and they had already announced that seven players had tested positive for COVID. Mm-hmm. Six players came out and publicly announced that they had COVID. But Martinez put anonymous. on the DL for an undisclosed reason. So you put can't two and do two that. together. If it was a physical problem, he couldn't do that. But since you have to give permission to say you are on co- that you have COVID, he, you know. But like you said, all you had to do was put two and two together and been like, "Well, he's on the DL, and the six other guys are on the DL." So I wonder. And then he put out pictures of him because he was one of the guys that actually had to go to the hospital, and Ooh. you know. Get uh, uh, like fluids or something. Mm-hmm. And he put that picture out thinking, 
like the nurses and stuff, but he still has not technically admitted that he had COVID. I, I guess I understand the reasoning behind not acknowledging. Like, I don't know. Especially once everybody else did, you'd think you'd just be like, oh, by the way, guys, I know it's been a joke that uh, obviously I'm the other one to have it, but, uh, you know, uh, I, I got it too. I mean, it just seems, just seems weird. But that could be one of the times he plays off that uh, he's just a... Uh, a, a, a poor uh, Dominican Republic man who does not understand our ways and uh, eats an interpreter. Oh, you mean plays the Sammy Sosa? Well, it seems like there's time, like he uses an interpreter, I think, way too much because I don't see how you don't know enough of the language to fucking talk to the media. Now, it seems mm-hmm. kind of odd to still have to be like, oh, let me... Sometimes it's a comfort issue of, you know, wanting to make sure that you're hearing things the right way. He doesn't seem like that kind of guy. Yeah. Fair enough. Kind of guy where it's like, you know, oh, uh, you might help be mo- more beneficial to the team as in a relief role. No, I'm a starter. Okay, okay, okay. Well, then you won't be back anytime soon. Well, that's okay. I'm a starter. Well, I mean, if there was ever a year that he was going to be able to be a starter again, it's this year. Yeah, All he has to do is make it like eight starts. It's just one of those things where it's like, well, you know, uh, he, you know, you, you showed last year that uh, you, you served very well as the closer, so... Uh, why not just do it one more year? Because well, you make more money as a starter than you do a reliever. That's true, but so I, I get I get financially why he wants to be a starter. His arm hasn't necessarily shown that it can be a star- starter. Unfortunately, right? I I agree. I mean, he seems to be somebody that needs to be. A reliever because he can't pitch that many innings. All I know is from uh, everything I saw from Kim so far, I'm like, well, th- that was a mistake to have put that dude in the bullpen at first. <laughs> Starting the whole time. <laughs> oh, let's see here. Kept on calling, huh? This is a mistake. <laughs> See, I knew it was a mistake. I should have fucking bet. Anyways, uh, so uh, a lot of wrestling this weekend. Big weekend, big weekend for wrestling just happened. You know. Yep. Uh, so I guess the start is. Uh, what did you think of the Thunderdome? Um, I think it makes things more uh, appealing. Than, I agree. Than the. Uh, you know, uh, performance center with just like to me, it works for NXT, but I do think that maybe NXT should have their own kind of Thunderdome, not the extent of the Thunderdome in full sale because 
you know, it makes it look like it, it you know, definitely a third brand when I, w you know, I would push it as being on equal footing as the other two. Since, well, you know, I mean, you, you have it compete I, with another company. I, I would say that, uh, not to go ahead and spoil things, but, uh, you know, it's kind of not a, it's obviously not a third equal brand whenever you have somebody lose your championship and then immediately go to Raw the next night. Well, that's also kind of, I, I don't understand that one. Because, in like, my mind, don't you, which, don't you need to trade for him? If this guy's on Raw now, you know, why would they want the guy who just lost? Wouldn't they want the guy who won? And yeah, it wouldn't make more sense. Well, maybe technically, well, technically, maybe there was a trade. They just didn't say it because Austin Theory didn't show up on NXT. So. <laughs> you, make, you make a very good point. Um, I would tell you then, if that's the case, then Shawn Michaels and Triple H are the worst GMs ever. <laughs> I, I don't I, no, that, Well, Keith Lee's much higher than than, uh, than Austin Theory, but I would also say that, you know, Austin Theory shows a lot of potential. He could be the next Keith Lee. So you get that. Understood. Problem is, whenever you're making a trade like that, you get three Austin Theories for one Keith Lee. That, that I I would grant that, and, and and who knows? Who knows? Maybe, just maybe. They're getting two other people. There might be two other people involved. We don't know. I mean, <laughs> maybe they're gonna get somebody from the Raw Underground. Maybe, yeah. But technically, the Raw Underground almost just becomes a beatdown clan or something. What are they called? Hurt business. Hurt business. I think the beatdown clan is a better name, but. <laughs> uh, I... Oh, uh, technically, maybe Wade Barrett was part of the trade. <laughs> 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 but he's not there for sure forever. It's a horrible trade. Well, you got the rights to use him at least once. <laughs> uh, so if he gets, if he, if well, he was twice. one of the ones, he's, twice because he said he was coming back for. Oh, that's right, because he can't miss the Iron Man match. <laughs> like, like he's like, eh, I was on the fence. Like they offered it to me, but I was like, eh. But oh, we're gonna have this match. Hell yeah, I'm in. I don't. I I I think I would have saved the Iron Man match for a head-to-head -head matchup with AEW, but that's just me. So what is the reason why they're on Tuesdays? Is, is it hockey? Yeah. Gotcha. Jam hockey. Why all of a sudden is there hockey on USA? Wasn't a freaking game on USA during uh, whenever there was eight different uh, matchups going That's on? That's what I found odd, especially when the commercial they keep on saying 
hockey returns to USA in August. In August, in August. I'm like, August is over. Yeah. I was like, I kept looking for it on USA. Like, there was oh. a... There was a time where uh, the game was on NBC, uh, the sports network, the sporting network version. Yeah. And all of a sudden, like at halftime, they switched it to a different channel. Or they did, actually didn't have it at all. I had to go to would have to go to Fox Midwest to watch it. Well, but yeah. I went over to USA thinking maybe that's where it's at. Or it is rather strange that. Uh... That they, um, what it was when you had all the teams, you know, especially think about when they were playing, uh, four games a night when, you know, that first, when they were doing the play in stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It seems kind of odd that they didn't have it on USA, but they wait till it's to the semifinals of the conf or the conf. Yeah, it, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Unless the idea is that it's on more homes than with it, than if it was on NBC Sports. That's the only thing I can think of. Yeah, but you still think, why not use that to your advantage early on, too? Because it's not like you have a lot of new programming to show or anything. Right, especially if you have, if you have any th game that's available to play it on Tuesday, Thursday, or Friday. Why is it not on USA? That's a good question. Plus, uh, I don't understand why uh, USA uh, or hockey. I like how they played yesterday. Today, they decided to protest. Mm, there was a reason behind that. Is it that one guy? No. Um, apparently, they didn't know what was going on. Oh, they didn't know there was a protest with the the NBA was protesting and then some MLP teams and Dexter Fowler and Jack Flaherty. Yeah. Um, By the way, Jack, uh, it, I don't. It doesn't count uh, you uh, doing that when you're not scheduled to pitch. You're not really sitting out the. You're not protesting the game if you're, you know. <laughs> you make a good point. That's just but, me. But apparently they were like they were already in their team uh, meetings and stuff like that, and uh, and didn't have their cell phones, so they didn't know what was going on until they got to the the actual ice rink. I just liked uh, reading about the whole situation where like all the other NBA teams were like taken back by the fact that Milwaukee was like, "Yeah, we out." And then, uh, apparently, LeBron was very pissed off that it wasn't made clear sooner that they weren't going to play. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming because, you know, he wanted to be the face of the protest. Yeah, I mean, I don't understand why you would get upset. I mean, at one point last night, everybody saw it to the players are going to be like, no, we're done. We're just leaving. We're not playing anymore. Which I think if technically if you're really going to, if you really are trying to do something with the protest, that's probably what you should do. Be like, okay, fuck it. You guys don't get sports anymore if you're going to continue to kill people. 
Say that again. Technically, I think if the NBA really wanted to prove their, I mean, if the protest is meant to do something, you should probably cancel the rest of the playoffs and say, okay, no more basketball for you guys. If you want to continue to kill on black people, then uh, <laughs> you don't get to watch the sport. I, I get that, although I don't know if that's really the thing that causes people to decide to care. Well, I don't, I, probably not, but, you know. You know, I, I get it. I mean, you're, you're trying to do anything that you can to bring attention to it. But, I don't know. It just doesn't seem like, just doesn't seem like the people that you're needing to influence are really going to care if you don't play a basketball game. Or any basketball ever. You're probably right. I, you know, it's just, you know, if you want to hurt them where, you know, really hurt them, then you probably should get the NASCAR to stop. <laughs> Somebody said, tell me that one too. And I, I don't even think that that really is going to do it. Like, You're probably it, right. To me, if, if, if this is something that you that you're so gung ho against for whatever reason that is, then a sporting event is not going to be the thing that sways you. It's got to be something that personally affects you. Yeah. Anyways, okay. Enough about real world. <laughs> Let's get back to the fake world. Yeah. So, uh, what did you think of the Thunderdome? I liked it. I think they need to pump up the volume on the fans. I mean, if you... Because that's the whole idea, is that you're trying to give the aura of having fans in, in the arena. So, pump up the volume. I think you should also make it clear if you show stuff that they... That are no nos that you're going to be banned for life. Never uh, again. I'm sure that's the case. I mean, but the question would be like, is this is this a thing where like they have email accounts? Because I mean, people just go get a new email account. That's... Or is it a thing where they're actually? How do you get in? Do you have to? Do you have to pay to be on the thing? I don't. You have to go. There's a sign up process get mm -hmm. to be part of it I'm not quite sure how it works because I don't have any interest to sit there and watch wrestling why I'm shown watching wrestling you know right <laughs> I, that doesn't interest me either I want to be able to take it at my own pace so I'd like to be able to you know speed through the things that I don't necessarily want to watch or also speed through the commercials Maybe SummerSlam I'd be willing to do it because I'm trying to watch that live for the most part. But a Raw or a SmackDown, I have no interest. Yeah, not really. Also, I was, I was go ahead. showing uh, like KKK stuff anyway. 
I, I don't get it either. But you knew that. I mean, you got you have trolls and on Twitter, so you know that you're gonna get somebody trolling on the video board as well. You know, or Pokemon. Well, you know, the Pokemon thing. Go right ahead. I, I, maybe it's the thing where they they're not charging anything. And maybe that's the thing that you can weed out those type of people by making them have to pay. We have your credit card number now. Now you're fucked. <laughs> Put up some bad stuff. We're going to run a whole bunch of charges on your account. Supposedly, it sounds like that the, the thought right now is to more to uh, reward the people that have uh, who have uh, follow their rules mm -hmm. than to uh, find a way to weed out people, you know. Mm -hmm. Apparently they have some plan in place. It's just that, uh, you know, they haven't really been like, oh, this is a plan, people. So I was listening to uh, another show yeah. and they were talking about the Thunderdome and that this might be a thing that they could take it on the road. To me, I don't understand why that would make any sense at all. Yeah, that. What do they mean afterwards, or do it right now? Go to it right now. While well, why? Yeah, exactly. Unless you were able to like actually have fans in along with the the video screens, you know, in certain areas. I don't understand why you would do that, because why do you want to put your wrestlers at risk? of traveling to different cities whenever they're not going to be interacting with anybody in the cities that they're going to. Yeah, that seems kind of odd. Right. It makes but, sense to have what they did. They set up a deal where they're there till October 31st and, you mm -hmm. know, uh, go from there. Let's see what happens after October 31st. I could see maybe just for the idea of having a different surrounding for like Survivor Series or Royal Rumble or something like that. Maybe you would do that, but just having it as a traveling road show doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, no, that really doesn't. I really don't see the point of it even being used with fans if they could have fans because of all the, you know, the screens and stuff. Like, I, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, that seems like uh, a lot of a lot of hoop and stance. Right. No, I mean it. It just doesn't make any sense to me at all. So, anyways, uh, what you uh, think of a takeover number thirty? Um, I thought it was good, but. It's another one of those things where it's good, but it doesn't live up to what TakeOver has been in the past. Mm. I could, I agree, good, but not special. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's been so many other TakeOvers that have been far superior. Again, I have to agree. I have to agree with you, sir. I mean, you know... 
if you go down the line, you know, starting with the, I'm not even counting the, the pre-show match, but I mean, because I I didn't watch it, of course. I don't watch the pre-shows. You know that. Yeah. But if you go with like, oh, I didn't watch the pre-shows either, because I know you don't watch the pre-shows. <laughs> so I was like, well, why should I waste my time? Plus, it wasn't like it was like some amazing match anyway. I mean, it could have been a very solid match, but the competitors that are in there, eh, whatever. I was shocked by the uh, the uh, the winner, and I was shocked by them winning the titles. But yeah, <laughs> me too. Uh, but I mean, Finn Balor and Tim Thatcher, that was a really good match. That was a good, really good wrestling match. Right. Mm-hmm. But I could only understand why somebody would watch that and be like, eh, this is kind of boring. Because it was a wrestling match. Right. But it wasn't flippy floppity. Right. And it just seemed like the ending just came out of nowhere type thing. I, you know, it was a good match. I would give it maybe like a B. Yeah. I go B plus at least, but that's just me. And you know, the the ladder match. That got was... your pocket popping circumstance stuff. That's what got you the uh the flippity and the floppity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but still not as good as other ladder matches that they've had. Well, I think partly because I don't think you're gonna go crazy with nobody in the crowd to to, to, to really react to some crazy shit. Right. I will say it's one of I, I, I think it's one of the better ladder matches that I've ever seen where the way they set up spots made sense. Like yeah, someone trying to do something with the ladder then hit and then it lands where it sets up a spot. Not mm. where let's set up a let's put these ladders upside down for no reason whatsoever. And I, I would say one of the better ones I've seen with bigger guys in it. Well, uh, you know, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Bronson Reed. Okay. Yeah. I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. Mm-hmm. I didn't like how, well, now it doesn't matter because at first, you know, he was kind of there to put people over when he first debuted. Mm-hmm. And, and now he's getting his. I love Cameron Cox. Yeah, I do too. I'm going to the moon. <laughs> it's it's taking a while for them to actually start really doing something with him, but yeah, I like him. That dude's special. Uh, Damian Priest is obviously, you know, really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, what hurts him though is he's uh, a lot older than I think most of the other guys. Uh, he's knocking on 40, I think, already, so... Well, that's why I always found it... But he's going to live forever, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, well, that's why I always found it interesting when people were like, he's the next tanker. I'm like, he's already 37 years old. So I, I don't know. Well, tanker tanker went to 55, right? So. That's true, that's true. <laughs> he's got another 20 years. You start the streak now, he'll get right up there. And then, you know, and then, uh, and then, obviously, you know, you had Johnny and Velveteen. Which, 
I don't understand the Velveteen thing right now. My whole thing is, if they have him on television, they must really believe that he didn't do anything. So. Well, Triple H has said that they did an investigation and they can't find anything that he did wrong. I know the one guy, that the very vocal guy, accuser, has said uh, that he or nobody else that he knows of have been talked to by the company. Gotcha. And then I saw some... On one website, they had like, uh, here's a here's a timeline of how, or how things are supposed to have gone, and I was like, I'm not reading that. I don't, you know. Mm-hmm. I right now, I'm I'm believing that they did their due diligence, and that dude's not a predator. So, I mean. Unfortunately, that might be because, you know, I really like Velveteen Dream, but... Because I've read some stuff over, uh, about how there's a big group of people in NXT that that he has heat with because a lot of people feel like anybody else would have been fired by now for some of the accusations and his attitude and whatnot. I don't know what was WWE's position beforehand. I mean, with other people. I see. That's why I'm not sure. Like, as far as I know, no, nobody has been fired for just accusations. As far as I know, you know, I'm, I'm assuming. That uh, you know, like they, they must have had. I, I assume they had some kind of evidence against all those uh, the British ones that they fired. Mm-hmm. And, and I guess that the Velveteen Austin theory—they just don't have anything concrete. So, yeah, I mean. If you don't have anything concrete, I don't know how you... I mean, you make accusations, like, uh, on a different subject, how, uh, how, um, what is Magnus's name? Um, Nick Aldis. Oh, yeah, Nick Aldis. You can make accusations like him, you know, claiming that the only reason that Mickey James was... Buried on television was because of him talking shit about Bruce Pritchard saying that, you know, he was be a top guy in WWE. So Nick Aldis is saying that Mickey James is back because Bruce Pritchard made bad comments about Nick Aldis? No, that she was buried on because she lost her first match. And she's in, I guess, a stupid storyline. Isn't the storyline supposed to be the fact that she, you know, they, they're, they, you know, Natalia and Lana are burying her, whereas, and then she comes out on top eventually? Maybe. I mean, that would, that's what I don't that would think seem to be what's going on. Because... 
when he put his thing when he's talking about, oh, she's a future Hall of Famer, or she's already a Hall of Famer, or future Hall of Famer. Look how many people that she's made want to be uh, currently wanted to become a, a wrestler. And it's like, yeah, that's great, but <laughs> what are they supposed to do with her? You, you think that she should be brought back and put into a main program with Asuka? Right, that's the thing. I mean, unless it's a thing where she's getting over other talent, there's not much that they should be doing with her. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Mickey James is there to be an in-ring coach. Right. Because now you can say what's the point of her and Natalia have to bring together, and they're not going to help each other. But right, because both of the both of those guys should be. I I, I think it's more that it's. To help establish the the new Natty uh, character, the boat, if you will. Hashtag boat. Which is, you know, that's just clever. It is. Uh, and annoying. Right. But that's the point. But, you know. I like Natalia better as a heel, and it's nice to see her not be the heel where it's the fact that, you know, I'm a heel because I'm the best wrestler. Well, she technically is going with the best wrestler ever, but I, I like the dynamic with Lana. It gives mm -hmm. Lana something. Agreed. Which, you know, it's better than, you know, her being a lesbian or with Bobby Lashley. And hey, she's got a job. So, uh, obviously, I think the biggest thing for the weekend, Pat McAfee. Greatest well, professional wrestler ever. Well, real quick, I, I have a question since you brought up Nick Aldis. Yeah. Is Aldis. NWA still a thing? Yes. Um, so, because, I mean, everybody that I know that was in the NWA seems to be on, showing up on either WWE or AD, AEW. Yes, well, uh, see, um, the NWA and, uh, hold on, I'll tell you. It appears that uh, power might not be a thing anymore. Okay. But what they're doing is, oh, Donald Trump in the, what's his face? Dude, he used to coach Notre Dame. With the lisp. Uh, Lou Holtz? Yeah. What about them? Uh, there's a picture of them together. Okay. Uh, oh, this is stupid. Yeah. Uh, let's show you here. There's something. Oh, no, that's not it. That's from an announcement from last year. Motherfucker. Uh, NWA. Do they have some kind of joint agreement or something? Yes. Okay. They, uh... 
Ooh, can they be the the second uh, Thursday second uh, show on TNT? Uh no, I don't believe so. <laughs> Which I love how for the update for the next the, that show, uh, it was uh, there is nothing in place yet, but it's coming. Uh, let me just go to their wiki. That doesn't help either. Because uh, there's that one, like, network. Hold on. Wrestling Network. I'm trying to find it. There's a wrestling network? Yeah. Which one's that? There's a couple, like, different network type things. Are you talking, like, those free TV, like Pluto TV? Um. It might be on something like that. I mean, that's like fake TV. I mean, because they, they, they're joining forces with uh, Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. Whatever Championship Wrestling from Hollywood, they have like a little thing like called the... Uh... Well, but I would hope so because they're all tied to the NWA. Well, yeah, they, I don't think technically championship wrestling from Hollywood is tied to it. They just use their talent. Uh, I mean, they were trotting around Nick Aldis before there was NWA power. Well, that's what they did, but they, they I mean, they kept on trying to push that they were going to be their own thing. What the fuck? Why can't I find what I want to find? I, I don't know. You would have figured it. Fucking whores. <laughs> Let me see. A... Oh, by the way, I could care less what John Moxley thinks of how WWE handled the pandemic. <laughs> We, yeah, test, we were testing from day one. That's great. You also allowed a guy wrestle who had just fucking went to Sturgis and was around people without a mask and was an asshole. So, yep. Um, okay, primetime live. It's called primetime live pay per view. That's what's going to be the thing. It starts. On nine fifteen, it's apparently it's going to a ninety minute pay per view every week with uh, um. So basically, they're doing the old TNA model. Yes, except the belief is it's like going to be like uh thirteen bucks instead of nine ninety nine. Yeah, sorry, I'm out. It's going to be on Fight TV. But, oh, don't worry. If you 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 pay for the whole month, if you pay for the whole month, mm-hmm. you get a discount. Mm, good. I would hope. Uh, I don't know what kind of discount. So, what kind of arrangement, though, do they have with TNT, with, uh, 
AEW. So it's the United Wrestling Network. That's what it's called. What do they have? What relationship do they have with AEW? I don't think uh, they have one. I think they just are, are allowing. They're just allowing what's her face to to work. Thunder Rosa. Yeah. Yeah, I but I mean, Eddie Kingston's going there. Ricky Starks is going there. Yeah, but uh, supposedly they don't work. Who besides Ricky Starks? Yeah. Wh- who's the other one? Eddie Kingston. I don't. Uh, Eddie Kingston probably didn't really have a contract. And I don't think Rick. I think Ricky Starks' contract ended. Gotcha. Because it's just like all these people from NWA that I had seen is. I, I'm just waiting for Nick Aldis and Robert Rue, or uh, I'm sorry, uh, James Storm, and to show up. Yeah. Uh, that's then you good. have Wade Barrett. You know, Wade Barrett's being uh, on the announce team. And then, granted, I understand it's not a permanent thing necessarily. Yeah, okay, the United Wrestling Network is Championship Wrestling from Hollywood, Championship Wrestling from Arizona, and Championship Wrestling from Memphis. Okay. I didn't know there was three of them. But I they, definitely didn't know anything about the Memphis one. <laughs> that just seems kind of odd. So, let's see. Uh, United Wrestling Network, National Wrestling Alliance, and Thunder Studios today announced that they will partner to launch an all-new live weekly professional wrestling pay-per-view series on national um, national cable, satellite television, and streaming on Fight. United Wrestling Network Primetime Live is set to be 90 minutes of hard-hitting, can't-miss action, premiering Tuesday, September 15th, and will originate live from Thunder Long Beach Studios. See, I think it's kind of a... Why not pick a Thursday when there's not wrestling? Why Why? Why do you have to go after it? You know, you're trying to compete with TNA. I mean, Impact. With an emphasis on NWA and UWN Championship. Each week on UWN Primetime Live, anything can happen in the ring and behind the scenes. Uh, I'm pleased that we are finally able to announce some good news. Da, da, da. Uh, William Patrick Corbin. (laughs) And uh, the belief is, because Dave Marquez is the guy who runs the United Wrestling Network and Champion, all those cha- well, at least championship wrestling from Hollywood. I don't know about the other two. I'm assuming he does since you know mm-hmm. him, him, uh, Nick Aldis, and uh, Damian Sandow are supposed to be the the um, bookers or the main people behind the creative of the show. Gotcha. Uh, probably didn't come true. I always wanted to... Pre- Why well, is it a dream come true for pro wrestling fans to pay money every week to... <laughs> 
more yeah, money than a, we pay for a month for WWE, by the way. That's a that's a tough sell. I mean, you have three wrestling companies. Five, if you want to consider WWE three different ones. That you don't that you don't have to pay anything for except for their big events. Why am I? Why do I want to pay money for NWA? That uh, I was up until this epidemic watching for free on YouTube. Yeah, and I found out that I keep I I have the channel that has Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. So if I want to watch that for free, I can too. Mm-hmm. And I really don't know who is in Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. No, I, I have no Besides, idea. Besides, like you said, the NWA guys that work there, because, like, it seems like a whole bunch of them now work for either AEW or um, AEW, Impact. I think there's dudes in it that are starting to work for ROH since ROH just filmed a whole bunch of episodes of television. Oh, did they? Finally? Yes. Supposedly, uh, uh, EC3 debuted, but... EC3 debuted on ROH? Yes, supposedly he debuted at the the tapings. Oh, so he's doing both? No, no, because, you know, they, there was nobody there. Interesting that he's doing both. Oh, he's doing everything. Uh, he said he could work everywhere, so... So maybe we'll see him in AEW too, huh? Possibly. We could only hope. Yeah, the first match for uh, the first match, they announced that Thunder Rosa or whatever her name was was going to be on the first episode, as well as Chris Dixon. You okay? I know you're. I know you're a big Chris Dixon fan. That's a, that's the thing. I mean, I, I watched the the power stuff. Um, I mean, it was okay. I I liked the the different feel to it. But the problem was, like, they were all squash matches for the most part. So, so like, I never really AEW got any. Dark. Hmm? Like AEW Dark. I, I guess. I have never watched an AEW Dark. But it's just like, besides James Storm and Eddie Kingston and Colt Cabana and... Um, Eli Drake, Nick Aldis. I didn't know any of these people. And they really didn't stand out to me. And then you you have their... <laughs> you, one of their main angles was the fact that the Rock and Roll Express went back to tag team titles and you have Ricky Morton tr- trying to, to win the World Heavyweight Championship. I I don't know. Do I want to pay 10 bucks for that kind of stuff? What about 10 bucks for question mark? No. 
Although I found that entertaining. And that's the thing. I mean, there is a there is a niche for the NWA stuff. But it's not something I'm going to spend money on. Not until it's more well-established. Because, I mean, it is definitely an old-school type product that they're that they're promoting. Yes. Real wrestling, as they call it. Sure. Whatever. I forgot. They have something like how W or how Ring of Honor is uh, is bringing back honor to professional wrestling. NWA has their own thing. Like maybe it's tradition. I don't know. They say something stupid. Gotcha. Like, oh, okay. Let's see. I want to read it real quick enough. On October 21st, 2013, Dave Marquez, promoter of Championship Wrestling for Hollywood, announced the creation of a new governing body for professional wrestling. It is a plan for televised groups to work together and pool resources to help secure national advertising campaigns across the network and also share in recognition a UWN champion who would travel through the group similar to how the old NWA champion did in the territory area. The criteria for participating are simple. There is no membership, franchise, or affiliate fees. All sanctioned promotions must have a television broadcast or agreement to produce a broadcast in place to participate. Uh, you know, this sounds a lot a lot like the, the plan that we came up with a long time ago. In the summer of 2014, CWFH announced a tournament to crown the first UWN World Heavyweight Champion. Well, let's see here. Am, am I wrong? No, it's 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 a lot like uh, the Dan's plan. I think the, it's mostly his, but yeah, I would say it's mostly UWN his. Television Championship, UWN Tag Team Championship. That's their two titles, apparently. Because <laughs> well, we came up with this like ten years ago. The champion has held the title for six hundred and ninety-eight days. He might be the only champion then. Let's see. The heavyweight champions held it for 698 days? No, the television champion. Oh, okay. Oh, my bad. Wait a minute, do they have a different television champion? The United Wrestling okay. Television Champion. Apparently, it's also been uh, the, the NWA International Television Champion, the U. WFH International Television Championship and the NAV Television Championship. I was going to say, they better not be. They better not say it was the NWA Television Championship because one of the last things I saw was that the fact that they just brought, were bringing that back. Uh, the first champion was Scorpio Sky. He has had the most reigns at five times. Longest reign, Joey Ryan. At 294 days, but that doesn't make sense because it just showed me that the, the guy that currently has it has had it for almost 700 days. That's uh, because Joey Ryan doesn't exist anymore. Shortest race. Peter Avalon. Oldest champion, Tyler Bateman. Youngest champion, Willie Mack. Heaviest champion, Willie Mack. Lightest champion, Rocky Romero. Alrighty. I, sorry, I once I go down this uh this damn <laughs> wormhole, I can't stop. I uh, yeah, I see, I see. 
Anyways, so uh, where were we? We'll go, we'll go back to what you were uh, getting ready to talk to after I led us down this uh, wrong street. Uh-huh. The greatest thing that happened over the weekend. The new, the new biggest superstar ever. Pat McAfee. Yeah, I think he jumped the list of, of the best uh, athlete wrestler. Oh, without a doubt. Made me go. Maybe he's the guy they should have went crazy with instead of Gronk. Oh, without a doubt. <laughs> oh, by the way, I love watching that video of Gronk being a pussy and being like, she just want me to jump? And then Vince going, okay, fine, I'll show you, dummy. <laughs> pussy. It's 74-year-old Vince jumping where Gronk. I just love the fact that the story that I did read that in when they talk, because they have that video stuff on the network, I guess, now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. With people talking about it, basically, like, Gronk's a big pussy. But I just love the article that I read it in goes, uh, you know, Vince, you know, Vince is, they all, they all say, Vince has said, he wouldn't ask anybody to do anything he wouldn't do. Right. And then he goes, but there is no footage of him doing, dropping from the ceiling in Kansas City, like Owen Hart did. Okay. I'm like, okay. Uh, I, I bet you he did it the first time that they asked him to do it. He, he wrote the thing that Shawn Michaels wrote. Well, that's different. Is it? Sure. I don't know. I just liked how someone had, you know, because it's on, it was a website where I think they go out of their way to take jabs at WWE. Mm -hmm. Like, especially when it's like, uh, the, uh, when they're doing coverage of shows and, there's one guy who clearly does not want to cover WWE shows, and it's like, well, then don't. Right. Find somebody else. Like, I don't need you to uh, talk about how, oh, there's a recap from what just happened, and it's because Raw's three hours. Yeah. Obviously. But also, kind of think about it like this. If they do something that they consider important, maybe the thought is, you know, especially because I think they do a lot. Of, they do a lot of important stuff right before the the uh, top of the hour. Yeah, that's maybe usually the, the way they do it. So maybe the whole point is they're hoping someone's turning in at eight o'clock or nine o'clock for the first time in the night, and they want to show them what just happened. You know, mm -hmm. exactly. Makes sense. I don't get why people complain about or have to bitch and moan about stupid stuff. But anyways, uh, fucking, uh, Pat McAfee. Yeah. I was shocked. Well, less shocked because I didn't watch it until, uh, a few days afterwards. So I had already known that. That he was awesome. Yeah. 
that he knew what he's doing. I mean, just his promos alone, I'll sign up for. Well, apparently he wants Triple H now. What? He said on uh, he did after the bell with uh, Corey Graves, and he wants a match with Triple H. So okay. Uh, I mean, if once you do Adam Cole, I guess the next logical step is Triple H. Because the way I look at it is he was very impressive, but I think it also shows you how great Adam Cole is. Yeah, although, you know, he did that moot salt off the top rope a lot better than a lot of people do. Oh, yeah, no, no doubt that uh, that was impressive. And he did stuff. I mean, he looked more natural than a lot of people. Mm-hmm. A lot of athletes when they get in the ring, you know. Because, like, Rodman wasn't bad, but he looked clanky in there, you know. He didn't look like it was natural movements to him. Same with mm-hmm. Carl Malone. Carl Malone didn't look too bad. Like, I'd probably Kevin Green's probably the best, I think, off the top of my head. Yeah, I would say so. Of guys who weren't full-time, became a full-time wrestler. Like, I think Kevin Green was better than Mongo, and Mongo was a full-time wrestler. Yeah. Maybe the fridge in that uh, Battle Royal. But, I mean, it was a Battle Royal, so... Aki Bono. Aki Bono. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of anybody else. Uh, I mean, are we just talking... I, I, I... Speaking of athletes, it looks like Shaq might finally have a match because he teased Cody Rhodes. Ooh. Are we just talking athletes or are we talking the whole entire scope as far as celebrities? Yeah, yeah, yeah non-wrestler. Uh, Steve Amell. Yeah, he was pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. But, you know. I don't think so much the one against Christopher Daniels, but the one against Cody. Yeah, I, I didn't. You know, I think both were decent. You know, you're right. Yeah. You're right. He's up there. He's definitely up there. Mm-hmm. But no, I, I, I think, you know, I still don't care what anybody says. Snooky doing the fucking moots or the flips. Yeah, the the back, the springboard back, fucking elbow. Mm-hmm. Only because nobody was thinking that. That's just because the bar was set so low, though, I think. Probably. I mean, we really didn't think that she was really going to do anything. She was no Jenna Roscoe, I can tell you. (laughs) I definitely hope that we get to see more of Pat McAfee, but I don't understand. It doesn't seem like that would be possible. I mean... If it was ever going to happen, it would be now. Because since it's all in one location, you could still do your show and um, and still and perform down in Orlando. Uh, I'm just amazed that anything that dude does, he seems to nail it. Yeah. Yep. 
he's uh, he's very talented person. I I thought that this was the best match of the night. You can go with that. I I disagree, but mm-hmm. I I liked it. I I think well. You're probably right, because he probably told the A best story. Yeah. It had good action. You, yes. you You had the right person win. It's just one of those things, because I say it like that, because uh, I thought I, 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 Balor and Thatcher at, for a wrestling match, I told a good story. I mean, Cole and McAfee told a better story overall, but mm-hmm. the wrestling match was a good story. Mm-hmm. The ladder match was, you know, it is what it is, a ladder match, so sometimes hard to judge that against a normal match. Right, but I mean, like you said, that it, it wasn't like a thing where they went all out. Plus, I really liked Io Shirai and Dakota Kai. Did you? Because yeah. I was like, eh. There's Early. something about the there's something about Dakota Kai that just is off. Early on, I thought it was cut. I was like, "Oh, great!" There's uh, still some stank on this from uh, from uh, Shayna Baszler making all these matches boring. Mm-hmm. And then, and then I got way more into it. I was like, "Okay, okay, it built up to something. I like this. I like this." But I- I can, I understand. I thought it was okay. I thought, I I think, you know, like, again, I think it was like a B. Like, it wasn't horrible, but it wasn't also, it wasn't anything that got, really got my juices going. They got a lot of talented women going down there. They do. I I still wish, I still wish Tony Storm was a, like, I don't know if she does, if she's not around or what. But I think she should be. I I just miss Tony Storm. That's all. <laughs> and even though NXT UK is coming back, I don't know if she'll be in that one. Like I don't know where she lives. I don't know if she's over there. If she's here. If she's over uh, in Australia or whatever. But she's with what's his face. Uh, you know. No, I don't know. New Japan, um, uh, fuck, CJ Parker from WWE. Oh, Juice? Yeah, Juice. I don't know how I couldn't come up with Juice. (laughs) To me, it seems like with the Dakota Kai thing, the rules should be reversed. Like, Raquel should be the focus point, and Dakota should just be, like, the annoying sidekick. Well, they're going for more of a, 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 a Shawn Michaels-Diesel thing. 
I guess. But I I I I think they see more of Raquel as a uh, in that role. I don't think they see her as a lead. I think they I think they they can use her size, but I don't necessarily think they think uh, she's like. I don't see them thinking she's uh, in the league of uh, a, a big uh, a, a powerhouse lady as uh, like Nia Jax or uh, or um, what the fuck am I? Why can't I remember names tonight? I don't know. What's your face? The one who lost to Charlotte. Um. Rhea Ripley. God. Oh, okay. I don't know why. Tell me, for, I, I just don't know. I was like, a lot of people lost to Charlotte, so you need, need to be a little bit more specific. Well, I think everybody's lost to Charlotte. Just about. I, I think it would be hard to find. If she's had a match with them, she's beat them. <laughs> also, speaking of beating, no, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Uh, well, what about the main event? What'd you think of? I thought it was okay. I, yeah, I I was, it was I good, like a, but I, I was disappointed. A, yeah. Like, I think it's a B. I mean, you know, that seems to be the overarching thing with this, with this show. It was it was solid, but nothing great. My whole question is like I, I have no clue where they were, where the fuck they were gonna go. If Cross didn't uh, get hurt, where they had to strip over the title. What do you mean? Where they were gonna go with the title? With him, yeah. I don't know who he would have. I would assume Trampa. Uh, probably. You have him return, and he was the one that never, you know, he never lost the title. So, makes sense for him to be the guy that gets it whenever he comes, gets a shot at him whenever he comes yeah, back. Yeah, but he had, he had a match against Adam Cole for it, so he didn't win. That's true. So, even though he didn't technically lose it, he had his chance to regain it. I mean, Adam Cole would have been the other option, but I mean... Seems like that's kind of overplayed, I guess. Yeah. I I, I really understand. The only thing I can think of is that Adam Cole hasn't signed uh, a new contract. Because I don't understand why Undisputed Air is still in NXT at this point. Well, someone had... Uh, there was... Somebody had said that... Uh... That the whole rumor that his contract was coming up was bullshit, and he still had uh, a couple years left. Okay. So I don't know if it's you know, it's basically one web, one major website saying one thing, and another major website saying another. But then again, I I, I don't see why he would leave. Well, I get why he would leave. I mean. His wife works in AEW, and if you have to figure that he's going to be pushed towards the top, 
So I, I can understand why. You would hope, but. But if but I was it, if I was him and I, if I'm not like really close to the young bucks or Cody, I wouldn't. He's supposed to be close to the young bucks. I I've never heard that. I just thought that they were. I just thought that he was used to be the like bullet club leader in ROH since they didn't you know they couldn't bring in the real stuff for most of the time. Gotcha. I I thought the article I'd seen with the uh, what was it the Memorial Day party where he was he was seen there. Well, yeah, that but somebody was talking. Well, the somebody was in the article was saying that he he was close to the young bucks. They could be overstating it, you know, just and just assuming because they were he was in Bullet Club with them that that was the case. But that's true. I, I don't know. So I, I don't understand why they're still there. There's there's nothing. There's absolutely nothing you can do with them still. Other than turn them face and have them redo, you know, go through the process of winning the title as the as a face. Well, I don't think they're becoming faces by what they did on Tuesday or yesterday, Wednesday. No, probably not. You know, they're kind of mean to to Maverick. They they were, although that really didn't set up anything anyway. Because it seems like Killian Dane's still going to go after Maverick. So that's true. I just think uh, Killian Dane's going after everybody. Probably. It's time for him to. Get a nice little push. That dude's too talented. Too, too talented. Uh, so, I mean, did you do you have any more that you wanted to add to the cross and keep lead thing? Not really. Like I said, it was. I mean, it was okay. It just, yeah. you know, it just. To me, it kind of lacked the intensity that you would thought that you would have with everything that led up to the match. Like I, I didn't get, I didn't get the feeling watching that that there was a lot of hatred there. No. No, yeah, it was like, it, it just felt disappointing, and that's why it's one of those things, because it's not like they have portrayed Cross as a guy that's going to give you, uh, like, great matches, so it's a different, uh, it's a different feeling. Right. Then uh, he has. You don't go into his match and thinking, "Oh, this is going to be a classic." Right. It's all. It's all a lot of hype and character driven. That's Which why is... I was. 
that's why one of the reasons why I wasn't sure the direction they were going to go with them, you know. Were they going to go another big man or go down the list, like turn Cole face to have Cole go for him? You would have thought maybe Balor. Especially if they were to bring the uh, bring the the demon back. Yeah. Well, that's why you know. But I, I seems to be a thing where that's not a that's not happening. That's why. Uh, I mean, with him getting hurt. But that 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 four way Iron Man match is more interesting than I think whatever they could have done with Cross. I agree. Mm-hmm. I just didn't expect him to to be out long enough where they were going to strip him of the title. That's what drew me. I know because what it was a separate. He says it's a separated shoulder, right? Yeah. That doesn't seem like it's a. But maybe a month. Yeah, you'd think uh, he'd def- you'd think cause, uh, that it'd be, because I think October is the next takeover. You'd think mm-hmm. he'd be ready by that point. It's like, well, if he can wait till then, what's the big deal? It's not... Right. That's just me, though. Well, hey, like I said, it's gonna, it leads to something different that I don't, I don't recall ever really seeing in WWE, uh, you know, a multi-person Iron Man match. No, I'm I'm very interested. And they got the right people in there, and it's it really is feels as though this is you're watching everybody that's meant something to NXT as a part of this match. Oh yeah, definitely the major names too have shown less interest in being on uh, being on not in NXT. Especially Chiampa Chiampa and uh, and Gargano has pretty much made it clear that they want to be in NXT forever. Even though there are some rumors that Chiampa is going to be, you know, that the the resistance or whatever the fuck retaliation retribution retribution is a NX, a group of NXT people and that he was you know possibly the leader. If it's a group of NXT people, I'm not buying it unless Triple H or Shawn Michaels is behind all of this. Well, it possibly is uh, who might be the man. In- who knows? I, I'm not sure yet. Uh, I, 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 I'm waiting to see. If that makes any sense. I'm waiting to see what happens. Mm-hmm. You know, because who the fuck knows? I assume a payback is whenever we get the. Well, I thought Sonic was going to have it at SummerSlam, and that was the main reason why it was going to be payback, is because that's when the first time they were going to have a match was. Mm-hmm. 
I didn't realize the whole thing behind Payback was going to be uh, Roman Reigns. <laughs> is it possible Roman Reigns is the guy? I guess. Because I... It, it, one of the places made a good point. Was that him being a heel? Because... Who knows? I mean, he... It's definitely what? A different Roman Reigns. Right. And not because he had white teeth. Really <laughs> Big chompers. But uh, he was, uh, you know, definitely more aggressive. And, like yelling at Braun, you're not a monster if I'm not here. <laughs> and That's why also one of the things during that match when they kept on going, I haven't seen Braun like this ever before. I'm like, when he was a heel, he was way more sadistic than he has been. <laughs> right, with, with the fiend. I'm not finished with you yet! <laughs> That's one of the greatest things ever. To happen right, exactly. Where he comes out of nowhere, just nails Roman Reigns. <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> and then he started, you know, going after... Uh, because after the spears, he used a chair and then told Bray he was just a freak in a mask and he can't carry, he can't carry the title. It's made yeah, for I, him. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, and I don't think Roman's never been Universal Champion, has he? Um, no, no, I don't think so. So I don't understand how he said he could claim it to be his title. So. I think he's only been WWE champion. I'm gonna make sure. Roman R. Reigns. Oh, speaking of Roman Reigns, and since we talked about AEW too, I loved that uh, that Mr. Meltzer's whole thing a couple weeks ago about how everybody in WWE. Or just about everybody in WWE has contacted someone they know in AEW to see what kind of money they could get. Uh, but Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns is the only one who wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Everybody else, though. Well, I, I assume Randy didn't since he just signed a contract. Well, he used, he used AEW to get more money, probably. Oh, are we he, talking about back whenever he signed the contract? Cause yeah. I assume that, that that was just a recent thing. Oh, he was one-time Universal Champion. I'm, okay. Uh, okay. I, well, I just thought he was using them to get a lot to get more money from WWE because if, if if you can use somebody, why not? Well, I would assume that any of these wrestlers are calling AEW to try to get more money. Why wouldn't you? It's also, uh, like Jim Cornette has talked about on his stuff, where he, he, he's, he said that, you know, if Vince is anything like he was back in the day, he would tell guys, hey, if you can get more money from someone else, go ahead and take it. Yeah. I, I want you to make your money. Huh. You don't have to. Hmm. 
don't have to give me a discount. You know, if you if you feel like you want the money, go for it. So should we run down SummerSlam? Oh sure, we can okay. do that. If you want. Uh, first Apollo Crews and in MVP. Didn't watch it. Yeah. Pre-show match. Yep. You don't do pre-show, so I wasn't right. gonna waste my time. I, I mean, this whole angle is just seems weird. Like, why Bobby Lashley wasn't the guy going for the title in the first place? Why it would be MVP? Um, well, the weirder thing is MVP just signed a multi-year contract to be a wrestler now, and I'm like, I like the idea better of him not being the wrestler and him just managing them. <laughs> I, I don't have a problem with him wrestling. It's just... Seems kind of odd that he was the focal point. And go. Right, right, exactly. Like, I, I'm totally down with him wrestling, you know, but... And it would have been, made more sense if Bobby Lashley had a chance to win the, the WWE title, or the, yeah, the WWE title. Yeah, if he, was, that's if he not, was a higher up position and then MVP was like going for the secondary title, sure. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm all for that. Because even so, with Shelton in the group, if Shelton's going for the 24-7 title, okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Shelton's a veteran, too. It's not like Shelton needs the U.S. title. Right, exactly. Or bring another young person into the fold to be the guy going for the U- U.S. title, like uh, have Cedric or Ricochet turn and then mm-hmm. give them something a little extra because uh, they probably could use it, you know? Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's odd because I like the, the Hurt business. I like the whole angle behind it. It's just this particular part just doesn't just doesn't set well with me. The and the other thing about the the angle is like it just seems to be drawing on forever without anything being done. Yeah, they get pissed off and then they go beat up people in the at raw underground. That basically seems to be the the story. Mm-hmm. And now Dolph's stuck in raw underground and he can't even win on that. <laughs> Well, they did go against Lashley, so. But still. <laughs> Whatever happened to the eye bar and um, Dolph match that was supposed to happen? I don't know. I mean, they even made reference of the fact that Dolph was supposed to fight him later they, on. Did they fight two body. weeks ago and Dolph win? No, that was Eric. Who knows? Just like who knows why they had that bachelorette chick or whatever she was on. Fuck if I know. I don't get that one either. Just a a stupid thing where, you know, Angel Garza is trying to get some and then she goes with the guy who looks like a Viking. (laughs) Which really, this whole angle with him being the Lothario really uh, doesn't play well whenever... Like two weeks before he gets called up, he uh, got engaged on NXT. Yeah, 
That's all I keep thinking about. Did he actually get engaged on team? Well, you know. Yeah, he won the championship and then jumped into the crowd and and uh, proposed. Well, you know, he the ladies, his wife understands that he needs some action. <laughs> he needs to get the, as the Rock would say, that food tang. Yeah. <laughs> all right. He definitely wants some of Charlie's. I know. Charlie wants some of him. Although, although this last week, maybe not so much. She didn't seem too happy about him wanting to double dip. So. Yeah. <laughs> She's not down with the threesome. You know, also, uh, when, was it just me? Or did it seem like Kevin Owens got distracted by how hot uh, Selena Vega was on SummerSlam? Maybe. Because he was talking, and then he seemed to have been like, what? After she took off her jacket? Well, now you know why why Aleister Black attacked him. Oh, that makes sense. See? There you go. Think about that. So anyway, actually, Bailey Asuka. Yeah, it was good. And it told us a good story. Set up what, the, it's the story. what made Sasha and Asuka even better, because... The story started with Bailey and Asuka. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did enjoy it. And Bailey, come on. Come on. All you naysayers need to need to need to apologize for all the the negativity. Oh yeah, she's definitely come a long way. Uh, I, you know, she can actually cut a promo now. Well, you know, it's a lot easier to cut a promo as a heel because you get to be an asshole than when you're a face when you got to be like, okay, I got to come up with something creative, but I can't be a dick. Or unless you're, a, you know, a dick face. And yeah, but I mean, it just seemed like she was so... It seemed like she was so nervous. And so unsure of herself. The, the only thing that sucks is uh, still waiting for to get to the payoff of Bailey Sasha Banks. Right. Which... But it's something that should be held off, I think, because I think it almost should be in front of a crowd. Should be, but you don't know when you're going to be in front of a crowd. I, I at least think they should hold it off to WrestleMania to be the SmackDown's women's title match for then. Um... I tend to agree with you, but I don't know if I can go another, what, six months? Even longer than that to get to WrestleMania? Yeah, that's that's true, but, you know. I mean, because we'd be talking about an angle that was longer than the Macho Man and Hulk Hogan. Well, the way I look at it is... You got you can come up with things because I mean, November you can you don't need anything really going on between the wrestlers on each show because that's Survivor Series. So, assuming they do the whole brand thing again for Survivor Series, yeah, and then and then you have Sasha win the Royal Rumble. 
Yeah. And there's no guarantee they're going to lose the tag titles, even though it looks like they might go with the whole. God, Perry. Yeah. I, mean, I guess to hold off on doing Naya and her and her. Uh, I don't know. I don't understand what the hell they're doing with Shayna. It seems like I think somebody definitely with power is happy with her, but maybe not the main person is happy with her. It just seems like you're killing it. Like, I understand you're not the biggest fan of her matches, but character-wise, she was really strong in NXT. Uh, you know. I, you know, there was, there was reason to hate her. Well, wasn't the rumor was because uh, Fitz doesn't really like the MMA style? I don't know. I mean, if nothing else, just go have her kick ass on Raw Underground. Sure, yeah. That would make sense. It seems like something built for her. Right. I mean, granted, you're just stuck in nowhere. Because you have no idea what's going on with Raw Underground. I didn't know either. I thought it was possibly going to be dropped once the since they had the Thunderdome. <laughs> yeah. Since there was rumors that they considered the Thunderdome as a reset, you know. And they were going to get rid of stuff that they didn't care for. And... But then again, if you believe the one rumor, uh, Vince ripped up the total the script again before the, you know, and they didn't even have everything planned for the second, third hour until after the first hour was done with. Yep. Uh, Street Profits versus Garza in uh 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 Andrade. Uh, Andrade. It was good. I was yeah, but I was disappointed. Uh, I mean, it was. It went too quick. Really didn't seem like it lived up to the hype. Well, my whole thing has always been the Street Profits are... Uh, they're more of a show than a... Than a Good tag team. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean... Like, Montez, gotten... he's like... Like, crazy athletic. Mm-hmm. And, um... What's his face? What's the bigger one? Uh, Mont- uh, not Montez, uh, Hawkins. Or yeah. Dawkins. Like, uh, he's not bad. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I love his, uh, his stinger splash twist. Mm-hmm. But that's about the only thing I could say that I love from his work. But, I mean, I got, I got better stuff out of the Viking Warriors and the Raiders. Raiders, sorry. Warriors. <laughs> the then what I got out of this. I agree. Technically, Garza and Andrade, I think they're a really good tag team. It's just mm-hmm. that they 
they shouldn't be in a tag team. They shouldn't. And or, or if they are, stop doing this whole angle where they can't be trusted. Like I, I you know, it just it seems like there's just no direction at all. No, no. It doesn't. Yeah, it's strange. I, it, just do whatever you're going to do with them. Like, if you're going to split them, split them. Or if they're going to be just two guys under one woman, mm-hmm. then have you know, like, they both can have the same manager. They don't have to be a tag team. Right. That's how it started in the first place. You know, I mean, like, I definitely never understood the Austin theory being part of the group. No, but I mean, I'll give them that just because they they needed somebody. Uh, the next match was Mandy Rose and Sonya. Uh, you know, I'll give this one a pass just because of what went on with them in real life. But, I thought it was good. I thought it was a good, like, no DQ match, and I'm I I feel bad for because Sonia because I thought she was really she was really showing something lately. Mm-hmm. Like she cuts a hell of a promo, mm-hmm. and she seemed to have found a character in the whole like. Her being crazy, I guess that was what they're going for. Kind of, at least off-hinged. So you know, it kind of sucks because you got she's got to be gone for a while since she lost the loser leaves WWE match. Well, she's going to be gone for a while just because of the court stuff. I don't see why she couldn't do both. I understand why her lawyer might have been like, "No, you shouldn't shave your head right now." Right. <laughs> Might not look good, but I also like because that promo she cut to get away from it, I thought was really good to be like everybody knows I don't give a shit if I lose my hair. Mm-hmm. So let's take it up a notch. No, I mean, and that's the thing. I as much as they built this up, I just felt as though the execution did not live up. To what it should have been. Like you said, it was an okay non-disqual- disqualification match, but you know these people, these two people are supposed to hate each other. It just seems like it should be a little bit more. Well, technically, what I thought was stupid was before the you know Sonya Chase decided to go. Okay, we'll change the match. When Mandy tried to say, let's just forget about it. Let's just move on. Mm -hmm. I'm like, that kind of came off as heelish to me to be like someone who didn't want to lose their hair. Like she was like, I'm going to lose my hair. So I got to find a way out of this match. Yeah, but I mean. And then all of a sudden she's back to hating her, which doesn't make sense. Like either, like I don't, I didn't get that, you know. I know. It, it, I, I'm not going to blame them. It's a tough situation. 
Like I, I give I give it a pass on on it for everybody on this. Because I mean, what are you gonna do? I I agree. I. It just really I mean maybe the best thing to do to have done is just remove the whole thing. Yeah, I could have seen doing that. You know, that's why I give her props. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I give both of them props. I mean, you know, both of them, because she, Mandy Rose is there. I, I'm definitely a fan of that uh, ring gear of hers. <laughs> big, big fan. Uh, I, I, I get it. I still don't get this whole Otis thing, but okay. Yeah, I, hopefully that'll go away. Also, it's the one time where I'm like, I find it odd that they don't make more of a mention of the fact that he's money in the bank since we're always like, you know, don't push it so much, kind of make us forget about it. But I can't forget that Otis is money in the bank because I'm like, when is he going to cash in and not win? Well, okay. Here would be my thing. Why did he not cash in at the end of the night? Well, he's not bright. So. <laughs> you know, unless he was out celebrating with Mandy. But again, still, shouldn't he be more motivated to try to win the, the title and make sure to stay the entire time? Uh, you would think. You would think that would be his top priority is to win the title. Or, you know, maybe wrestle, period. Maybe do some tag matches with his tag team partner. <laughs> Especially since there's no real tag teams in, on SmackDown. Well, you know, they were drawing for straws because, you know, the Lucha house party got a shot. So which is breaking that up, too. What, what did I miss? Did you not see on Friday? No. Um, Kaliso got mad about the um, about them losing the tag title match. Kalisto is going to be the one that turns heel. That would be odd. Yeah. So. Well, I guess technically any of them turning heel seems odd to me. Yeah. So I I don't know I don't know what to tell you. Um. Uh. Uh, Rollins versus Mysterio Dominic This this hit everything for me I, I thought it told a great story It was a good match um, There was like a little bit A few times where it seemed just like A little over the top But I, I thought this was Really well done Way too long Way too long I'll give you that I'll give you that that, ties, um, that would tie into the, the whole that they went a little too too far with some things. Way too long. Um, being right after the no DQ match just seemed stupid to do a street fight after you know having back to back basically yeah. the same rule. I agree um, with it. Uh, Ray being a horrible father. How's he a horrible father? Uh, he, he, I understand his sense and don't get involved, but at least stop Buddy Murphy from getting involved. Mm. But I mean, if he is trying to listen to his son. Well, his son is obviously stupid. 
I agree with that. And I also would expect uh, him to be in better shape if he's been training to be a wrestler for a long time. But I mean, isn't the idea that he's not? Not what? Isn't the idea that he just got a contract? Not a matter that he's been training for this for his entire time. Well, he got a contract to get the match, but they've also, you know, since his dream has been a professional wrestler, you would have thought he would have been training to be a professional wrestler, so. Yeah, but he's 21. If that. I, I don't know. I, I just think his father's disappointed. <laughs> Eddie, not not the one, not the bad <laughs> father who lets his son get beat on his behalf. I loved uh, one of the uh, recaps of this where it was like, "Oh, I bet you Ray's glad he signed a three-year contract to stay there. Why wouldn't he be?" Yeah, because I mean, what he goes to AEW and does what? Well, AEW really wanted him, so he probably would have been world champion. But mm. it's probably best for AEW that he resigned with WWE because that dude shouldn't be that dude shouldn't be a focal point of a company. It should be what he's been in is like uh, uh, he's a role player now. Yeah, he's not good enough to be a focal point, and it really seems like AEW wanted to have him to be a focal point. Or was he ever good enough to be a focal point? Well, he had the skill. I mean, he's nowhere near as talented as he once was. I mean, even depending on what you think of his ability, like, I mean, was he a great uh, Ability-wise, you're, you're right. I mean, yes. But, I mean, it, I'm sorry, Com but it is the entire package. Compared to what he did before. I mean... He's, I think, he's never been able to cut a good promo. Yeah, but I still think he was good enough. Like, when he had his runs on top of WWE, I think that even though he couldn't cut a promo, he had the fan support, you know? That's fine. I mean... Like, I, people who talk about Zack Ryder being over. He, Zack Ryder was nowhere near in the league of Rey Mysterio over. No, so. no, I agreed. I agree with that. But even whenever Ray was quote unquote on top, he wasn't on top of the as the the focal point of the entire company. Oh yeah, no, you're right. It was always the B shows. Technically, he should have when he really should have been the focal point of a company is in WCW. He could have been the focal point of that company, but. Mm. I mean, the most I see saw for him, even there, would be the U.S. title. Like um, he's not going, he's not going against Hogan. Well, what I'm saying is, if they would have done the smart thing and transitioned away from those people sooner, instead of letting it be what basically brought the company down. So, like, whenever. Booker T and Jeff Jared were the the focal yeah. points. Yeah. Okay, I'll I'll buy that. 
Uh, Raw Women's Match. Good. I mean, fantastic. Mm-hmm. I'm also tired of people bringing up that uh, Banks have won the title five times and hasn't defended, hasn't won a match defending it yet. Maybe that's <laughs> part of the storyline they're telling. Could be. I mean, just think, of, just think about how much bigger it's going to be when she finally does defend the Whenever title. she has a, a strong run, yeah. Which you have to imagine is coming up with the Bailey thing. Yeah, it could be a happenstance thing. Kind of like, you know, it's not like uh, they planned Undertaker to go as far as he did undefeated. It just happened. Right. And it worked out. Now, it could, that could be one of those things where it's like, well, we had her lose the first time every time. And plus what? Uh, three <laughs> of the times it was to Scarlett? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because at it, one point, I think it was them trading the title back and forth, really. Right, it was. It was, I, think, I mean, almost they, every week. Yeah, so. That was telling a story. Mm-hmm. Right. That they were, that both of them were just as equal to each other. And on any given night, that one of them could win. But it's one of those narratives where if it goes against the majority of the fans online that they don't like, then it, you know, it's awful. Because mm-hmm. they want Sasha Banks to be the top star. And, you know. And right now she should be. Oh, I think the person who should be top star is where there is. Oscar. Mm, okay. Oh. I still, I'd still go with Sasha. If I was to pick one between the two of them. Oh, I think Oscar's been on fire. I, I think so too, but I think all three of those have been on fire. Also, to talk about someone being screwed, Oscar's been screwed the most. How so? All she does is put over Charlotte Flair. Okay. Her career has been based on being built up to make Charlotte look better. (laughs) Not that that Charlotte isn't great, but, I mean, come on. (laughs) She's the one who got to beat the streak. I'm sorry, but that should have been used to to elevate someone, not not make the number one woman even be even, even bigger, you know. I know. Uh, the only the only defense I give you for it is that it was shocking. Yeah. Oh, the other thing about the uh, Mysterio thing is they introduced the new person for in ten years. Uh, Mysterio gets to be in the Charlotte Randy Orton role where. They could be a heel and talk about how everybody says they're given everything because of their last name. <laughs> Fair. Even the, the the one rumor is that uh, when he does return or whenever he does become a full time worker, he will be under a mask and be Prince Monsieur Cal. Oh really? That's that's the rumor I saw. 
but he has a mask already, and when they're really ready to pull the trigger, he'll be Prince Mysterio, which doesn't make sense, but he ar- we already know his face, so it's going backwards. I mean, I guess it's better <laughs> that he didn't lose a mask match, and then if they ever built to a him versus someone in a mask versus whatever match, and then he would lose, that would be kind of stupid, because it'd be like, we all know what he looks like. <laughs> Agree. Oh my god, it's it's not Prince, it's Dominic. <coughs> He's been lying to us this whole time. And uh, then uh, WWE title, which I think we can declare match of the weekend. Yeah. I, I didn't like the ending. Oh, I love the ending. You know why I love the ending? Why do you I'll love tell the you ending? why I love the ending. Because it was the best way for... You knew the feud was going to go on. Right? Mm, I get that, yeah. It was the best way to get where True McIntyre would be like, Okay, let's go one more time, Orton. I didn't beat you with my best. You didn't beat me with our best. Let's uh, let's go again. Now I found it a little odd that uh, that they decided to go with the uh, career, possibly career-ending injury. Because mm-hmm. uh, jumping to Monday, love the fact that the first time we see Keith Lee on Monday is to interrupt Randy Orton. Loved it. <laughs> Now, it, I don't like the fact that was he impressive in his debut? Yes. But you can make the case the only reason he did not lose was because of McIntyre. Right. So my hope... But he did lose. Huh? He should have lost. Who? Keith Lee. You, you think he should have lost in his first match on Raw? Didn't he? Because it's disqualification. Well, okay. Technically, they could go with the. I don't know if you, they could go with the no contest. Technically, if you really wanted to, since he wasn't coming out to help Keith Lee, he was coming out for revenge. It just depends. I guess, but I mean, seems like like how do they determine? I don't know how it's determined technically. Back in the day, I knew it was because... Whenever both people had people come out. It was basically a judgment going, well, this guy's not really coming out to help him, so... (laughs) You know, back when there's tons of stuff in WCW, you could tell when someone was coming out to help the other guy, that called for a Mm -hmm. DQ. When they're not coming out to help the guy, that's a... That's a no contest. I knew Drew wasn't losing, though. Orton, you mean? No, I knew oh, Drew wasn't going to. Because, because the, Drew had new graphics. Oh, that makes sense. Why why, why you, why you going to have him lose the championship the first night that you display new graphics for him? Well, the new graphics thing makes sense because it was the first time he was in the Thunderdome, so... Yeah, whatever. 
just, I mean, wasn't like Orton had new graphics. Was it the first, I, I, I can't, was his broad been coming out to the choo-choo thing? Yeah. I don't know how I've missed that, but okay. Yeah, I don't know how you missed that either. Because they, they cut to the video. It really doesn't fit his character right now. It really doesn't fit his character right now. No, it doesn't. Once he became more of uh, a heel again, which is odd that he was a heel, but whatever. Also, I'm with Alexa Bliss where it made no sense that she wasn't involved in that match. Oh, it doesn't. Well, they kind of built her, you know, to be the center kind of a center point of it, but you know. I don't know if it was a thing where at the last minute they decided not to do it because of the Roman Reigns thing, or yeah, that's possible. It's possible that it was like, oh, Roman said he'll come back now. Oh, okay, cool. That or she's supposed to be involved in the triple threat match. Uh, possibly, yeah, that's true. You know, if you save it for then. Possibly, to get speared. <laughs> it really pushed home the fact that Roman Reigns is a heel. But I, they, I guess we, they should kind of probably point that out on SmackDown for the contract signing. Yeah, I'm interested in what happens. But that. if he's a heel, then aren't all three of them a heel? Well, I mean, technically, The Fiend's been kind of facious. I yeah, mean... I guess he did kind of save Alexa. <laughs> right. Even though he did Mandel McClaw her one night. But the next night, he let her go. That's true. And she seems to have feelings for him. She doesn't know what she has. And then you you have him, you know, get destroyed off of the the loading dock, and he comes back out. That's true. That's true. And then Roman ruined his celebration. Should have been a huge celebration. Right. I I'm hoping I'm hoping that we're getting. Uh, Alexa is being Sister Abigail. And here's something I found from the article TLC table. What the fuck? On Wikipedia. Why is it appeared on the Titan Shop? Here's something I found from the article TLC. That that bliss, you know, becomes Sister Abigail and and Braun and the Fiend are together. Oh, that would be interesting. So we have a, a brand new Wyatt family. Speaking of those three, uh, Braun and uh, Roman and The Feed, mm-hmm. uh, did you see Goldberg uh, had uh, revealed his uh, contract status? No, no, I, I try not to pay attention to anything that Goldberg says. Uh, he he he's let the world be known that uh, he's contracted for two matches a year. 
Okay. So that's why you probably won't see him again the rest of the year because he's done his two matches. I hope that uh, we don't see him ever again. And that uh, he has uh, two more years and four more matches on the uh, contract. So. so what you're saying is he can't go to AEW. Yeah, for the people who, for that rumor, which made no sense. But, I mean, sure, why not? I I really don't understand why they're so enthralled with uh, wanting to get him. Uh, I, I, I don't know. Who knows? That probably get fucking... Jacksonville dicks in the mark. That's probably why. I know. I know. Oh, it'd be great to have Goldberg. He'll be th- what puts Omega over the top as a top star. And apparently a, a mark for everything that was WCW. Or WWE bad comedy. <laughs> the, so the match itself... Can't wait for that Mimosa match, right? Huh? That Mimosa match? Huh? Yeah, yeah. Looking forward to that shit? Mm-hmm. And Chris Jericho. I don't think I ever want to go back to WWE. Okay. Look at all the freedom. I can have a Mimosa match, finally. I, I don't know if I'm supposed to be annoyed by him on purpose, or if he's just annoying. Oh, isn't that the place? Uh, isn't that where uh, Chris Jericho was? I love when someone put, when uh, people asked him that when it came out that all the like forty people in Nebraska f- who went to the Sturgis got COVID, mm-hmm. and then his response was forty compared to four hundred fifty thousand people. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's that's a good point. You make a valid point. 40 out of the 450 people that we know of. I, In his defense, I don't think he's getting COVID. I'm just saying. Like, I, I have to imagine that they're keeping the bands separate from everybody else. I don't know how big of a barrier it was, and who knows? He could go out there and talk to people and shake hands and, you know... If he does that, then then he's stupid. Swap spit with bikers? Who knows? He's a rock star. They need they need uh, they need uh, rats, right, or whatever they call groupies. Yeah, I guess. I'm just saying. Uh, also, really, that's how you're gonna pay off the feud between Orange Cassidy and Chris Jericho, where the loser gets thrown into a thing of mimosas. Okay, cool. Uh, maybe. I mean, it, it could be a thing where one of them gets the actual pin. I thought the whole point of the match was a mimosa throw. No, you pinfall, submission, or throwing them into the mimosa. Uh, so that means Jericho's going to win two this effect, and then afterwards he's going to get thrown into the mimosas. Possibly. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Uh, universal title match. It, again, false it's, count anywhere. I had no clue that it was supposed to be false count anywhere until the match started. Mm-hmm. Well, until I, I read that that was the rule technically when the match had started. Again, for something something that's supposed to be so they hate each other so much, it just didn't 
didn't feel violent enough. Well, I, I'd say it's the best of the encounter so far between the two of them. Well, I, I'll give you that. That's fine. But it just... It, I mean, the best part of it was Roman Reigns spearing everybody. I wonder if they're going to do Hell in a Cell in October. I don't think you can in the Thunderdome. That was my question. If they could do cage matches. You could do a cage match, but I don't think you could do a Hell in a Cell. Because, you know, I'm assuming this whole feud with the three of them and the whole Orton McIntyre feud, that goes right into Hell in a Cell. So it actually makes sense to have them in Hell in a Cell matches. Yeah, I mean, unless Edge is able to get back, then it would make more sense for Edge and Orton to be in Hell in a Cell. That's true. That's true. I also like how they say that Orton took out Edge, and it's like, no, he tore his bicep. I don't think Orton did that. Right. There was nothing in the match that showed that he took took out Edge. You want to claim he took out Ric Flair and Christian? Fine, go right ahead. Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Well, I don't know about Shawn because he was already back on television. <laughs> I, I, I love the people that complained about the fact that Shawn Michaels didn't sell the punt well enough. Well, I was uh, kind of shocked they went with it. Oh, well, technically, I guess he did wrestle, what, last year? Mm-hmm. So, I guess he still uh, can get the protocol where you don't have to fake the kick, like with Ric Flair. Mm-hmm. I, I, thought it was, I thought it was well done, the Ric Flair thing. Because you're tying in retribution, but you're also using that so that you can get away with punting Flair. Oh, yeah. They did a good job with it. Yeah, I agree. New to booty. Do you think it's all an angle to where Rick turns on somebody? Uh, I think if it was going to be, it would have been already. Well, I guess it could wait till he beats Orton for the ti- or McIntyre for the title. So mm-hmm. uh, there's a chance. I hope not. I, Me too. I, I, he doesn't need to be around. But it also seems like this is pointless to have him there. Oh, it was pointless the whole time to have him around. I don't understand why they... It was definitely pointless during the time that we are in right now. There's no yeah. reason a 70-year-old dude should be hanging out where there has been outbreaks. But okay. I also would say the dude's probably going to go... You know, it doesn't matter. He's going to put himself in situations where he might get contact yeah. in any ways. Exactly. Because he needs to be around attention. <clears throat> oh, oh, that's why they showed the picture. That's why there's the picture of Lou Holtz and Donald Trump. Because he said something at the RNC to make Notre Dame distance themselves from him. 
Oh, okay. There's the fire. Oh, let's see. It says he called Biden something. Oh, Catholic in name only. Okay. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. What do you mean? How how can you say that when you're promoting a guy who that time he held the Bible in front of that one thing, that one church, it looked like uh, he was scared of it. <laughs> the the reason they would say that is that is the idea that if you're Catholic, then you don't necessarily believe in abortion or many of the other things that the Democratic Party believes in. Mm, I see. So, what he's trying to allude to is the fact that he says he's, that Biden says he's Catholic, but everything that he does politically doesn't line up with that idea. Uh, didn't Aubrey Huff, wasn't he the one who made videos about how uh, masks are stupid? Mm, Aubrey Huff? Yeah, or is that a different ex-Giants player? I don't know. I mean, I didn't know that that was a thing. I, I saw it in some, some... Does he have a radio show somewhere? Aubrey Huff? Yeah. How do I know? I mean, I barely knew of him as a baseball player. I mean, he had a few good years, but... Wasn't anything, it wasn't like he was a superstar or anything. Let's see. In January, as the Giants promoted Alyssa Nakin to assistant coach, making her the first full time female assistant coach in Major League Baseball history, Huff tweeted, This has hashtag me too and believe all women written all over it. Only in San Francisco Giants. Only, only in at San Francisco Giants. Interesting. What a, what a, he is, uh, how would you say? A chauvinist? A stand-up guy. <laughs> no, it's worse than that. Mm, I think it's misogynist. Couldn't imagine taking baseball instruction from an ex-female softball player. Let's see. Huh. Oh. Well, he says worse things, so. Yeah. What's wrong? <laughs> Has to do with my poker. <laughs> what happened now? Oh, I have pocket tens, one to the river, eight comes, now the guy want, goes all in. I put in a big chunk of change, but I'm folding because there's an ace on the board. He He's went bluffing. all in. He's got a four, probably. Bluffing you. A four would have gave, gave him the straight. And I wouldn't have saw a straight coming. When there's uh, two fives on the board. 
two fives, a four, a three, no, a three, a two, and an ace. He probably had pocket fours. That's why he kept on calling. I, I mean, yeah, I mean, if he was open-ended, I guess. There's another guy in the hand that kept on calling, too, so. That doesn't but he help. He folded you all in, so I have no clue what the guy had. But I'm not putting it's one of those things where the guy had I, I, I had to risk my whole stack to, to see if he was bluffing. But I guess I could have, could I bet the flop and the river? Uh, the fact that there was some, the fact that there was somebody else in the hand kind of. Would make me think that he had it. Because I raised before the flop, call, call. Raise after the flop, call, call. Raise the turn, or, I mean, bet the flop. Bet the turn, call, call. And then out came the old, uh, the old ace ball on the river. I was like, I could see one of them keep on calling with a fucking ace because, you know, they're fuckheads. Mm-hmm. Yep. Let's see if I can get some of that money back right here. <laughs> so is there uh, anything else that, with the with those with the SummerSlam and TakeOver that you want to talk about? Uh, no, I think uh, I think we're good. Cuckoo. Talk about uh, TNA or AEW and TNA next time. Yeah. Cool. AEW. I oh, wait, one complaint with AEW, and it's not so much AEW. There needs to be some kind of thing that's where the recording device acknowledges the fact that the show doesn't start on time. Because I miss the whole last part of the Saturday Night AEW thing. Oh, sorry. Oh, it's well, you need it, to call your local uh, cable writer. Yeah, let them know. Because I, I think I even have it where it's thirty minutes after. I know it's at least fifteen. I got my money back, fucker. Good job. <laughs> but it's like. You know that the basketball game's running late, so change the start time on the schedule thing. That makes sense, yeah. People want to watch. It's stupid in NBA. How's it freaking go a half an hour past what it's supposed to? Yeah, why didn't they protest those games? <laughs> or why not start the TNA at, or AEW at 8 o'clock instead of 7? Well, uh, that would make sense too. Uh, they didn't want to compete against uh, Takeover. <laughs> they were still competing against Takeover. Oh, uh, I don't know. Then I don't know. That's a good question. You gotta ask them. Yeah. Call your local AEW representative and see what what's the deal. I'll send I'll send a tweet to the chief brand officer. Oh well, now she's got her Twitter back now. So we're good. I got, oh, she does. Oh, good, 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 yeah. good. 
Uh, oh, if you didn't see, uh, the Casino Battle Royale will be in full effect at uh, All Out. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and apparently... Uh, That's where Jake said Vance Archer is going to redeem himself for his one blemish. And then Taz came out with uh, his boys and said, and then Jake goes, he made some kind of stupid joke. And then Darby Allen attacked Ricky Starks. And then and then the managers held back their big boys from fighting. And then we found out later Eddie Kingston's new alliance of Butcher and the Blade and Ray Phoenix and Pentagon. All five of them are in in it and one of them's going to win it. I think the story there is Eddie Kingston's using them to win the Battle Royal. (laughs) You think? He said no because they all go back to the beginning. And I'm like, that doesn't make sense. I don't see how the five of them all have some kind of connection from the beginning. Yeah, I mean, he was winking at the camera whenever they did the yeah. whole hugging thing. So That's why when I read the thing about him saying the five of them are in it and all he knows is one of them is going to win it. Obviously, he thinks he's the He's going to use them to his advantage. Does the winner get a title shot again? Uh, I don't know if they announced that or not. I did not see if... uh, I did not see if the all-out or the Casino Battle Royal winner gets the uh, the title shot. But you'd think they'd get something out of winning. You would think. I mean, it, it, it's a very important thing. Also, uh, the young book said that uh, Paige is out of the elite, which is funny because Paige said he was out of the elite months ago. So. <laughs> right. And doesn't hang out with them at all. So, so is there any people that are still in the elite? Omega and the Young Bucks? I guess. That's who I thought were the only members of the Elite anyways. No, because Cody was originally a part of it. I don't think he was ever part of the Elite. I thought the Elite was the three of them. Mm. I thought they were just all part of Bullet Club together. I, I... I thought that there was a time that they did a press conference in front of a a crowd and they all were wearing the elite shirts and they said that they were the elite. According to Wikipedia, the winner receives a future championship match. Gotcha. Oh man, listen to this. This is going to get you to buy the pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. The Dark Order of Brody Lee, Cole Cabana, Evil Uno, and Stu Grayson versus Matt Cardona, Scorpio Sky, and the Natural the Natural Nightmares. Mm-hmm. 
if you want to know why Scorpius guys, because he came out to save the natural nightmares after the funeral for the nat for the nightmare family. I have not seen that yet. Who would have thought the only way that the only thing that could end Cody Rhodes's uh, title reign was him leaving to go film a television show? <laughs> I guess there's going to be a second tag match on the show, too, because it says match seven, tag team match. Team to be determined. Oh, okay. Winner of Private Party versus SoCal Uncensored on September 2nd will take on the winners of Jurassic Express versus the Young Bucks. I wonder who's going to win that match. I don't know. You, you don't know who's going to win between the Young Bucks and Jurassic Express? Oh, I, I'm just being facetious. Why are you shitting on television? <laughs> Somebody's shitting on television? Or you're talking you about just me? You said you were... You were, you were Fishating, shitting all over the place. I said I was being fishish. That's the same thing. Mm. Uh, so, according to Wikipedia... I have no interest in All Out. The, the members of uh, the Elite are Kenny Omega, current members, Kenny Omega, Matt Jackson, Nick Jackson, and Cody. I don't believe Cody would claim to be part of the group. I don't think so either, but... And then former members are Marty Scroll and Adam Page. Which Marty Adam Scroll. Page... Adam Page, they list as just happening yesterday. Or, yeah, on Thursday. Well, I guess they announced all those matches tonight. John Moxley, Kenny Omega, and Hangman Page versus guess who won the battle of the, the, the gauntlet match? So apparently Oh, you don't know. There's there's a there's a team all in. These are all parts these are all parts of uh, the elite, which was Cody, Matt, and Nick. Then you have the Hung Bucks, which is Hangman with the Young Bucks. Of course, yeah, because they were six-man ROH tag team champions. Mm -hmm. Then you have the Luxury Trio. You want to guess who was in that? The Luxury Trio? Uh-huh. Cody? Okay. Adam Page, no, Marty Scroll, mm -hmm. and Adam Page. Nope. Kenny Omega. Oh, that would have been my next choice. <laughs> and then you had the supervillains of Marty Scroll and the Young Bucks. Shouldn't it be the, they be the supervillain super Bucks or something? Yeah, it got me. I don't know. And of course, you know the Golden Elite. I like how uh, Dave Meltzer said that Mia Yim was one of the Retribution members to attack Mysterio family. 
when it was uh, th- it was obviously she was one of the people because she moved. She did the same kind of movement she does as Mia Yim. It's like. <laughs> Uh, also, Dominic, Dominic Dijakovic and Dio Madden are believed to have been to been members of Retribution. Dio Madden, he's moved up from announcer. That was the <laughs> announcer, right? That was the dude, right? Dio. I think so. I think so. Yeah. I mean, he goes, "I'm going back to wrestling. Let's give it a try." WrestleMania since WWE current plan is to induct the members of the 2020 Hall of Fame class during WrestleMania 37 as the class of 2021. I would would tell you that nobody's a member of Retribution until they actually reveal themselves because if they're smart... I think they're saying they were part of the segment. They're not necessarily saying they're in the group. They're just Uh, Because it's like, you know... If I was them, I would just keep using random people. Oh, you know what? We didn't talk about... Uh, supposedly, there's... Uh, Bruce Pritchard is too much on his plate, and they're looking for a new uh, main person to be the head of Raw. And Shane McMahon is high on the list. Well, I mean, I could buy that. In, I mean, if you listen to the show still, <laughs> you, you could see where they... They are, they're struggling to get that done because of how busy he is. So. Jimmy Uso told Table Talk that he tore his ACL in the first minute of his match at WrestleMania 36 and he's targeting a return in January 2021. Who is that again? Jimmy Uso. Oh, okay. I found it odd that Jay Uso made a surprise appearance. Usually you don't see one without the other. Well, maybe there is just one. CGI the other one. I always find it strange that they don't use the one as you know. Perfect. He can be an enhancement talent. He doesn't have to be on go on a winning streak or anything. Right. The same thing with uh, the the, um, what's her face? Authors of Pain. Uh, they said, uh, what's his face? Uh, what's his face said that he was supposed to have come back to manage them before the COVID started. Ellering? Yeah. That's fine. But I mean, why doesn't. I understand one of them's hurt. Why, why do both of them have to be off television? Yeah, you'd think uh, Seth could use it as part of his entourage. Right. If you want, uh, SmackDown's looking for a new uh, lead writer. If you want to throw your hat into the ring. Can I do it from home? Uh, there's a chance. Well, you probably have to move to... Yeah. I don't think so. I think the head writer is probably someone who has to travel with the team. Then, then I'm probably out. I mean, I mean, travel with the company, not the team. The way they blow through head writers... I need a little bit more job security. Cyber after hours on CBR. What the hell? This is something I'm interested in. What's that? Marty's Scroll iced by RH pending speaking investigation results. I'm I'm I speak out investigation results. I was curious because I had read 
that the belief was that before the tapings for the ROH, that Delirious was supposed to be in charge of them. So that was making me go, does that mean Marty's not involved? Is Marty not in the country? Is uh, I have so many questions about Marty Scroll right now. Mm-hmm. So here's something I finally, the first time I've seen his name mentioned in a while. Uh, the company is now carrying on without him, apparently. Uh, according to uh, Ringside News, ROH is conducting an investigation, but their parent company, Sinclair Broadcasting, moved terribly slow in matters like this. Now, fans and Marty Scroll alike are waiting for the company's determination. During WrestleMania Live, Brian Alvarez brought up Scroll's current situation. He's not with ROH right now, but he hasn't been released. Scroll is currently iced until iced is in quotations until Sinclair determines what they are going to do. Nothing How long does it take? Nothing has changed. There is an investigation by Sinclair. I've been told they move. They move. Glaciously slow. That has proven to be true. He's not involved with Ring of Honor at the right now, so everything he's doing with their close, everything that he's doing with their close set tapings and whatever they got to get ready for television, he had no involvement in that. He's just iced, and we're waiting for Sinclair to make whatever decisions Sinclair is going to make. It could come in 2025, maybe later. I don't know. Maybe earlier. We'll have to wait and see. This is dumb. That was a funny joke, though, at the end. <laughs> I could see... I, see, I thought... I thought that... Uh, that a company like Sinclair would just be like, oh, yeah, we're investigating. And then when it was time to come back, they'd be like, oh, yeah, he's good. Mm-hmm. He didn't do anything. It just how do you how do you not have enough time to determine this? Yeah, it was like two months ago. Yeah, at least. It's not like anything else is going on, especially from an ROH standpoint. I I don't understand. You got me. Apparently, before the uh, the show tonight, uh, Tony Khan asked the fans, since you know they have allowed fans now, <laughs> to follow COVID-19 safety protocols and not to scream profanity during the broadcast. I'm sure that happened. I'm also not criticizing any WWE fans for this. I'm saying both are totally normal things to do when producing a live wrestling show and the double standard is confusing to me. Khan would respond to Sent with they're two completely different things, I think. Because I wasn't telling them when or what to chant. I was asking them not to chant profanity so we don't get fined. It's not even a similar, man. Oh, uh, because he uh Set and writes, wonder if the people who compared WWE to North Korea's regime for asking the virtual crowd to cheer will say the same thing about AEW. <laughs> um, that was his response. Hey, not the same thing, man. Mm-hmm. I didn't tell him what to do. I asked them, or when to do it. I asked them not to do something. Oh, okay. I, 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 
don't get fined if someone curses. Technically, yeah, they're supposed to. Unless you're unless you're able to deem that it's part of a live action, like you know that they this just like in the NFL, they don't get fined for if somebody curses on the on the air, like one of the players. Yeah. Or if they were to catch a fan saying something. But if they thought that it was part of the show, then they could be fired for it. Wasn't that what so he's covered for? Well, that would be the thing. Like, WWE would often, you know, scrub out the sound. Whenever the crowd was chanting obscenities. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, or you I can mean, tell if something loud to... gets through when he, all of a sudden there's no sound whatsoever for like a second. You right, can tell exactly. that someone had just said something no no. Right, exactly. So, and so, unlike anything, anything else we need to talk about? No, no, I don't think so. I think that's good for today. Cool, cool. All right, we'll try to do a show sometime soon. Um, maybe over Labor Day weekend, if if it works for you. Possibly. I think I think I, I think it should be available. Cool, 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 cool. All right, check us out on Anchor.fm. Um, yes. That's where you can get us and. You can catch the shows on any of the uh, podcast providers. Um, rate and subscribe. That will help us. Okay. Anything else you'd like to add? No, thanks for listening. All right. So, again, as Plastic said, thanks for listening. Um, tell everybody that you that you uh, that you know. And for Sean Big Daddy Brown. This is Michael Kovic. And that was a shoot. I've had enough I'll make a mistake